Yo, what up? Welcome back to Caucasian Tears, episode two. I'm your host, Daddy. Yes, that's my birth name. It's the name on my ID, and it's an HR violation at every job I've ever had. I want to give a huge thank you to everyone that tuned in last week. We had an amazing, amazing, amazing response. I'm happy that you guys felt connected to the show. I wanted to create a community for all of us. A lot of people also got really, really pissed off about the show, which was awesome. By a lot of people, I mean a lot of racist white people. Motherfuckers went crazy out there. Like white people lost their shit. So if you want to have a fun, fun time, just go look at my comment section on Instagram and you will laugh your ass off. And also TikTok. They've been there for the longest, which means success. We are here. I mean, we're not here to piss off white people, but we're here to piss off racist white people. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) I did the damn thing. Okay. All right, let's get into some shit. Today, my guest is the one, the only, the king of R&B. The one that don't be, (laughs) he ain't just a rapper pretending to sing on trap beats. This is an actual (laughs) R&B singer, okay? He got... (laughs) Jacquees. We put names out there. This is my guy Donovan. Thank you for the introduction. That was that was way too. Keep gassing me up like that. I'm gonna start dating a Kardashian and talking about abortion. I don't know. You can't gas black <laughs> men up like that. That's way too much. Please don't you ever do keep that. Me as humble as possible. Don't ever. Yeah. That's 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 that's. <laughs> now you set my fear for for what could happen with you, Donovan. I didn't. I never thought about that. You were. This is this is gonna be the new Nick Cannon Kanye podcast. It's just just two niggas yeah. getting each other canceled. Did you watch that? <laughs> what do you mean? I watched the whole thing. Here's here's my stand up moment for that entire book because like I don't care like Kanye is Kanye yeah. like that nigga will always put serotonin into my brain regardless <laughs> of whether I think I think this nigga is saying the dumbest shit in the world yeah. he's just he's like a puppy like it's so hard to not find him cute yeah <laughs> but it's the moment in the Nick Cannon interview where Nick Cannon by the way Nick Cannon was being such like he was dick riding so hard <laughs> like he was just he was like, throwing bars, him the easiest bars got you bars <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite moment was when um Oh, they were talking about Nick was like bringing up the theory that like uh, Kanye is going to help Trump get elected by like splitting the quota or whatever. And Kanye was like, what? Trump paid me? What are you going to pay me? I got more money than Trump. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's hilarious because he's right. Like, I I think that's like the funniest shit because that's such a Kanye way to view it. Like, what could this what could he pay me? I got more money (laughs) than this nigga. Can't nobody pay me to do anything, (laughs) man. (laughs) But then it's just funny because Nick just nodding in a turban. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like right, 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 right. I remember, yeah. like what made me laugh. There was like that one part where they were talking about one line in a Kanye song, and they, and, and they were like, "Yeah, it, and, and I wrote, I wrote the line and whatever." Like Nick said, he wrote the bar, and I was like, "I yeah. cannot imagine Nick Cannon ever writing <laughs> something <laughs> that, that, that I would quote from Kanye." <laughs> bam, bam. And then. The the yeah. funny thing, we'll switch off at some point, but this this is funny. But there was one part where Nick was like, you know, when he's talking about when they first met and he's like, you know, yeah, it was like when we were at the beginning of our stages and we were trying to get on the, the Grammy grind, you know, our grand, you know, we were trying to get our Grammys. And I was just like, our uh, Grammy <laughs> grind. <laughs> he's like, nigga, you made drumline. I was making the college dropout. What the exactly. fuck are you talking I'm like, about? I'm like, Nick, did you ever get a Grammy, like <laughs> you still grinding, like what you mean? Our 
Grammy. You still grinding. <laughs> you still at the beginning nah, of the I journey. Think, <laughs> to my last note on this, by the way, I enjoyed it. Like there's there's very few interviews. I, mm-hmm. I, I sincerely enjoyed the interview. I feel you. But whenever Kanye takes like a 45 second pause for no reason, <laughs> you see like the, him short circuit a bit and he just goes straight to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever you catch him in his bullshit, he'll just be like, when God chose me, like, he'll just do like a quick yeah. 45 second Jesus pause be- where you see him catch himself. There is no race. Jesus already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We could get we enough get about actually. Enough about them. Yeah. Um, now down to the serious, the serious stuff. What you think of white R&B singers? All right. Here's here's the thing about white R&B singers. Um I was thinking the other day about just there are songs that the fact that they are by white R&B singers is inherently anti-black. Like the fact that Lost Without You by Robin Thicke mm. came out of the vocal cords of a white man <laughs> is like the inherent problem. No, because like they're great. Yeah. Like Fuck it. Like, John B. has incredible songs. Mm-hmm. Old Justin Timberlake songs are incredible. There's this video of Pharrell and Justin in the studio working on Justified. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to send it to you. It's literally like Justin just sitting there nodding oh. his head swaggerlessly. Mm-hmm. And Pharrell is just like feeding him top melodies yeah, and being yeah, like, yeah. do it like this, do it like that. Yeah. So like at the core of every white R&B star was just like a nigga like Pharrell being like, <laughs> no. Do it like you're not a virgin. Like, say it like this. <laughs> Do it like that. So but I don't even know what to say. Because the, there's a few... Ex- like, uh, one thing I will say, Bobby Caldwell, the god, mm, that is Dr. Mm. Yakub's greatest creation. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Caldwell yeah. is literally... There's a few white men that I refuse to... Yeah. Like, uh, Bobby... My, my white men list is like Bobby Caldwell, Neil Brennan... There's just certain white men that mm-hmm. like, not nah, like you, you got it. Yeah. But, but then there's like Justin Timberlake's who are like wolves in, in sheep's clothing where mm-hmm. it's like you got in based on the swag and, and the writing and the production, which was just never you. Yeah. Like that video of Pharrell working with Justin is so fucking funny because it's just like him feeding him <laughs> sauce, like spoon feeding him yeah. top Take melodies the and lyrics. Take the culture, yeah. goddammit. <laughs> yeah. But um, nah, man. The thing about white R and B singers is like somebody has to fill these Spotify playlists. You know, somebody mm. has to be on your your Bushwick Cafe chill vibes playlist. So somebody has to do it. I don't want to do it. That's so a if, fact. If they want to do it. That's a fact. Damn. So would you ever be the nigga behind the, the, the... <laughs> the spoon feeding the song? <laughs> How much is it gonna take for you to spoon feed the song? I, I here's here's like I think that in order to be good at rhythm and blues music, mm. you need rhythm and and blues. Yeah. And um, I think white supremacy has sheltered most white people from both of those things. Like, there's just certain things like, like if you haven't argued mm-hmm. with your girl in a project elevator, <laughs> I don't want I don't want to hear an R and B album. Yo, and I, I feel like. White people relationships can only be so toxic because <laughs> when they get fed up with each other, they can just like go to Montauk and shit. <laughs> so like you're not having real you're not having real arguments at home, mm. which means I don't want to hear your your rhythm and blues music. Mm. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm. 
So yeah, I don't think like most white people have experienced enough pain mm-hmm. to make any compelling R and B content. Yeah. You know, that's fact. except for JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. Yo, I remember when I was little, I thought she was just really light skinned. I was like, watch this bitch on BT. No, I, I literally thought JoJo was just very light skinned. <laughs> you just had Jordan. Like, yeah. that, that was- I feel like it was her responsibility to just start every interview with like, I'm white. Just to keep, like, just just let everyone know. Like, I felt so, I feel like it's a lie, yeah. you know, but, but, but yeah. I, there's no JoJo slander. She was young. Yeah. She ain't know. Yeah. And she, yeah. And, and she got, she got the soul. And, and she, she never said anything foul about black women. She never, she just played her fucking role yeah. and shut up. That's, that's And facts. like, that's why, that's why she never got canceled. That's facts. That's the thing. White, white people think it's like so hard to exist mm-hmm. in black spaces and but just shut up like just be good and shut up and you'll be fine like no one will do anything that's re- that's really it it's like don't be problematic don't be don't 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 be don't be on no bullshit just yeah just be a human there's so many white people that are thriving in this shit mm-hmm. it's just because they shut up and they don't say anything and they just are good but like, then my my question is how do i know if you're quiet because you you know like how do I know where you stand yeah you know yeah like like where do you stand you know like I remember I was talking to uh to to one of my friends and I was just like the reason why you I can never really trust a white person a hundred percent is because like especially right now like I don't know if you're you're speaking up because this is what you really feel or because uh or because you know it's the right thing to do right now yeah, you were you were culturally cornered, and yeah. this is now a, a new brand position for you. Yeah. Well, I I feel like like that that was like the black the black towel was that for me. It's like cool. This is who is this is a brand position yeah. for. The the best part of this year for me was like that week where white people couldn't post <laughs> selfies on Instagram. That was incredible. Like, yeah. I, I think that we. And it's not, it's not, it's a very specific kind of black people. This thing of pressuring white people into talking is one of the most dumb, useless. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, why would I care? Like, yeah, because you might pressure the wrong white person into saying some dumb shit, (laughs) which is what we've been doing for like, and and my biggest thing is the analogy I always use is like, uh, there's, there's woke people who've been talking about all of this shit on Twitter since Mm -hmm. 2014 and, and they're, they know this shit through and through. They know everything mm. to say. They know. And this moment, this like post-COVID George Floyd woke white awakening <laughs> moment. It's yeah. like as if you've been a chef for three days and you're immediately trying to like serve people your caviar. It's like, I don't. You started cooking. Yeah, three, yeah. I don't give a fuck what you think about redlining. Yeah. You found out about it yesterday. And it's just white, white people just waxing poetic yeah, about yeah. all this. Like, bro, I, you sound dude, like this is like 2013 yeah. Sean King level yeah. content. Like this is, nigga, you just discovered redlining. Yeah. Like, I, I miss white silence so much. Yo. I just, I literally am, I miss when white people never talked about this that shit. That is a fact. Because to- talking about it isn't helping anything. No. They're, they're either going to pay us or they're not. <laughs> and they're not. So now there's just more people talking and there's more stupid people talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wh- white people feel as if this is their final stand. Because it, it might be. And, <laughs> and I think that they're like really, really worried. There's this great, uh, 
Neil Brennan joke where he's saying like when a white woman crosses the street when she sees you, she's trying to avoid her own karma. Mm. Like she's not trying to avoid you. There's, no, there's nothing to do with you. It's like she's trying, she's to, trying avoid, to avoid. Yeah, she's trying what to avoid she seventh knows. grade when she bullied that black girl about her. her no, <laughs> she's trying to avoid what her great grandfather did to give her the money she went to college. Fact. Like she's trying to avoid her own karma. Fact. And I'm just tired of being this projection of white people's own karma. And that's what white people are using us for now, which just gives us another job to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. As it's if like, man. Not only did we build this country, we have to be your therapist for free. <laughs> Yo, that's like, you know, it's uh, it's like how they say in every every like psycho movie, it's always a black female therapist to a white guy. Like it's in Joker. It, like he had two black female therapists in that movie. I was I've like, never heard of this trope Yo. before. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I love the Matrix. I love the fucking Matrix. It's, it's, the Oracle is the is a black woman. Dude, the Oracle yeah. is a black woman. I didn't even think I wasn't even going to say that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. See? But then yeah. I was like, me, I was like, Morpheus is like, bruh, Morpheus is basically every black person today where it's like, yeah. but from the eyes of the white person, right? Because Neo <laughs> is a white dude who's living in a world that's not woke. And yeah. <laughs> one day a black man, a black man tells him. In this essay, I will. <laughs> yeah. No, this dude, is your, black your dude's like, Neo, you, you ain't woke. You got to wake up. You, <laughs> you got to save the world. Cause you gotta get woke, and that's how white people feel. They're like, "Yeah, come yeah. on, educate we're me, still, tell me what we're I gotta still do." Their so- sidekick, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're literally still. We're the comic relief in the Judd Apatow movie, yeah. who's like, "Come on, man, go get the girl." Like that's that's what they view us at, like at best, yeah. at our fully realized potential. Dude. We are their sidekick to advance their plot. I'm not the like, that sidekick in your movie, like. That's why, that's why, especially because, you know, you see my comments every, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is, I hate it because it's like the, the video that I posted the other day about uh, white people when you tell them they can't have safe spaces, but minorities can. <laughs> and it's just like a white person freaking out. And white people yeah. were going crazy. And there was one white girl who commented. And usually, like, I don't interact with everyone. Is that a real thing? White people are asking for safe space. Oh, you don't know? Colleges? I can't tell. I, I didn't know if that was. Ooh. That's the most insane University of Michigan, Dearborn. Life. They literally had. They, they apologized, like, a few days ago. I think on Sunday. Because they had a white, a, a non-person a of color. Quarter? Yes. A, it was called the non-person of color cafe. Which was the non POC. <laughs> just say the whites cafe. only cafe. Like, why y'all gotta like just say every cafe? Just say li- cafe. Li- Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so they said they they it was a I did not it was a was virtual and also it was a virtual event. I'm like, bitch, anyone can send me the link, goddammit. Like, come on, what's up? Like <laughs> No, that's what you should have done. Yeah, you like, <laughs> like, hey, I'm here, y'all. <laughs> crack ass, crack. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, it was dumb because and and the thing was like it was so official. Like they had uh, faculty, like non-POC faculty uh, who would be there to make sure that everything was okay and safe for people to (laughs) voice what they feel. So I'm basically like, it's just white people having a space for them to say, it's so hard right now. I don't know. I don't I don't know what I can't say homie anymore or whatever. (laughs) I'm just like. Shut the fuck up. Like, y'all don't need safe spaces. Y'all need to be, y'all need to be in the shit and hear everyone's bullshit 
and then not yeah. be in our private spaces so we can talk our shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I found out about that because somebody commented on my video and was like, as if any white people are asking for this today. And so I was like, let me see. And, and I go, like, literally, and literally, what happened? right now, like this second, yeah. it's happening. And I was yeah. like, and and uh, and then another girl, what I wanted to, why I brought this up, there was one girl who commented and was like, um, she was like, more like when you tell black people that it's racist for them to have BET and black only awards shows and this Yo, and why that. Don't, why don't white people's arguments upgrade? <laughs> Like why? Like why have niggas they don't never, care about like, BT, right? <laughs> <laughs> like we're not like yeah. I go home Y'all every need day. To be asking me. for like a white shade room at this point. Like why? Literally, don't they, like they, this is such like a twenty year old argument. That's literally, so washed like, like corny. Like, it's dumb. I'm like like. Y'all having the same arguments that y'all were given in the 60s. Like, come on, step it up. Like, give me, give me, like, it's like even, like, I don't, okay, I'm not saying that white people should be allowed to call black people the N-word, like a nigger, but I'm like, even that shit, I'm like, bro, if you call me that shit, I'm like, I'm mad, but like, shit, that's not creative. (laughs) Like, okay. No, that's, that's why my whole life I've just been thinking about things that actually upset white people i I've, I've found that they really hate mayonnaise like they really hate anything like mayo monkey yeah in that. <laughs> but they and that's also something i think that was new to me i didn't know about i i didn't know no, about that, that really till i saw it like me. in my tiktok comments and i was because, like <laughs> right the thing about all the terms like honky for example mm-hmm. that term comes from white men pulling up to brothels with black women and honking the horn and what? they would call them honkies. A hundred percent. Like, like, how so is that a slur? Even a like, slur. even, even, Bruh. like, like, oh, you get mad, bitch. Like, that's basically <laughs> yeah, like, like what you're calling. You got the hoes. But I found that Chris Rock perfected it with crack ass, cracker. Crack ass, cracker. I think crack ass, cracker is phonetically, it just feels so good. It's yeah, nice to the yeah. touch. See, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, the thing when they're always like, well, if it was reversed, if it was, if, if, if it was a black, if it was a white person saying this, and I'm like, it's already reversed. Like, that's life. It's already being done. Like, it's, this isn't a rare thing for white people to be doing this shit. So real quick, just to show that I'm not racist, we're going to cut to a commercial break and promote some dope white homies of mine. Be right back. Hey, Caucasian Tears listeners. Do you like when white people cry? Well, what about white vampires? Check out Midnight Sun Pod, the podcast where myself, Julia Waldman, a lifelong twihard, forces idiot normie Megan Pope to read, recap, and review Midnight Sun on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes every Tuesday. So something I, I talk a lot about with, um, I don't know, with everyone who seems to understand. <laughs> the, the black Israelite. 100%. Yeah, that we need to bathe the streets in the blood of the white man. 100%. Um, anyway, is that... Like, the thing that white people will never understand is that, like, blackness doesn't exist. It's some shit they came up with. Mm-hmm. So, so like, like you're... I'm Jamaican. Mm-hmm. You're, you're Nigerian, right? Nah, Congolese. You're Congolese. Yeah. Okay, like, that's, that's real. That mm-hmm. really exists. That mm-hmm. exists before whiteness and the construct. Mm-hmm. But the construct of blackness was created to treat niggas like garbage. So there is no, like... There is no like overcoming as black. Like we can all mm-hmm. overcome if we get our shit together. But like there is, 
<laughs> the second you're using the term black or like playing into the thing, it's just you're playing by what you're choosing to play by white people's rules. Yeah. And I feel like black people need to get to a point where like, not like I, I'm rejecting the premise. Mm-hmm. Like I'm rejecting the fact that you are white and I'm black because that means that you're better than me and you're not. You mm. see how tiny your lips are. <laughs> like there's just no. There's, you ain't you got have to no like lips. not. <laughs> No, you have to not accept the premise. That's like, fact. You're trying to tell me I'm black and I disagree. Like I, because that means that you're better than me. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I, until both white people and black people get there. So what you saying, Donovan, you. is that you ain't black, you Donovan? No, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not black. I'm that's OJ. What, <laughs> that's what Raven Simone said. Um, what I'm saying I'll is that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, blackness is just it's some white man paperwork. No, like I, I it's literally you. just a blanket term they came up with to mean slave. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like especially when you hang out with Caribbean people or African people mm-hmm. that don't fuck with each other where it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm not I'm not Ghanaian, I'm Nigerian." We yeah, like yeah, yeah. we have our own personalities. <clears throat> exactly. Blackness is just some shit white people came up to <laughs> meet their diversity quotas yeah. like i don't it just it doesn't mean anything it's not real that's that's why even like the whole idea of like you know if the roles were reversed the, the rock nation movie oh y- yo <laughs> why 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 like yo did you hear about the one movie like it, it was like a few months back Nick, if the like, confederate one is that the it was one the one about? it was called cracker and it was a it was, by, oh, yeah, yeah. it was by a white dude that was gonna make a movie from if white people were slaves. And I'm like, bro, yeah. why do y'all need these movies? Like, why do y'all need like no, it's like so, so we can understand. That, yeah, no. The function of that is like I was really that was that day when Rock Nation tweeted that trailer. That was one of the most <laughs> proud I was of black people. Because black people fundamentally saw that and was like we chilling, bro. Yeah. We wouldn't do that shit. Like, we would I never do that this. shit. Yeah, like no, no. We would never. That's white people's bro, fear. I'm going across the ocean to enslave some five eight nigga. Like I don't like why. What can he do for me? He's five eight. Like I don't. I just love that black people saw that trailer and was like, I disagree. Like I dis. I this is unbelievable. I cannot fuck with this premise. I like, black people would never do this. <laughs> Yeah, because bro, that's really like a lot of white people's fears. It's always like in regards to the safe spaces video, like white people were like, "See, that's the thing. You guys didn't want segregation, and now you want segregation. Now, now it's okay yeah. when you guys are segregated, but when you're doing, and I'm just like, we are not yeah. doing. <laughs> like, I mean, one is like, yes, I do want to be away yeah. from you, but at the same time, it's like. It, it, just connecting to that whole thing of it being reversed. It's like we yeah. are not doing what we're doing for y'all. Like it's not about y'all. It's not about like nothing like, to do with them. No, it's not. It's not because we hate. You. It's like, bro, I, like a safe space has nothing to do with. It's not like oh, I'm better than white people, so I ain't trying to let them no, up in here. It's just, like nah, this. Just, we- I just want to live. <laughs> here's here's like as much as white people love quoting martin luther king <laughs> the quote they forget i don't want to hear no his more. last one <laughs> yeah no but the quote the one they when he was like is I, his fucked last up. One. <laughs> I feel like i led my people into a burning fucking building like they they love the 
a building united yeah. cannot. They love all of those quotes. Yeah. They forget the quote where he was like, no, actually, I was I was on some bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't I have done up. this. I fucked up. Yeah. It's like, yeah. They always forget that one very conveniently. I feel like white people quoting Martin Luther King Jr. is a hate crime. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I like, we. There, there's got to be some limits to, to what y'all go. Or it's like, if you go and quote Martin Luther King, you got to quote like everything. You can't just take, yeah. I, not judge one man by the color of his skin and this and that. It's like, look, first of all, yeah. that was his dream. It was not his reality. All right. So quote <laughs> his reality. That's my thing. No, every every day I get I get closer and closer to that moment in the Malcolm X movie where like the, the white chick from Columbia comes up to him. <laughs> He's like, as a good white person, what can I do? He's like, nothing. Just keeps on. Like, I don't are you going to seize your family's money that they gained from slavery. Exactly. No? Then move out of my way. Ain't gonna do like, shit. What are, you're uh, gonna paint your artisanal mayonnaise <laughs> store in Williamsburg with Black Lives Matter? Like, I don't... What are you doing Oh, me? man. Like, you making a scrapbook about all this time <laughs> shit? A scrapbook. I genuinely yeah. feel that there's a white person out there making a scrapbook. This is my Black Lives Matter scrapbook, uh, George <laughs> Floyd page. Uh, Why do you make everything into like a Pinterest project? <laughs> like like 400 years of oppression should not be on your Pinterest board. Yo, like, facts. Like, and that's the you know, that's the that's the, the the crazy thing right now, especially as you're seeing like. Um, Man, you just seeing like people, like especially brands trying to like deal with what's going on. I'm like, I want to see the mood boards that y'all showcase it in the office. Like, we got to do My favorite, there was a moment, it was right before the week where white people couldn't post selfies, (laughs) where every brand was doing their statement. Yeah. And a a joke I wanted to get off, but I couldn't find the right context was I was waiting for the KKK statement. Where it's like, (laughs) we've always supported, like literally how you, like the way that every corporation that is blatantly just used and discarded of, I was literally just waiting for the KKK to be like, we stand with our black members. (laughs) We may not like you, but we stand with you. I think I think the best brand position in the in the post George Floyd week was Popeye's straight up tweeting, we would be nothing without black lives. <laughs> no, because they kept it a buck. No, like like they Popeye said exactly what they meant to say. That is some we would be nothing shit. without black lives. They just should have said we with the niggas, I right? <laughs> Yeah, no, like our, they they said our business is run off the life source. Damn, like if like off the lives and deaths, like Popeyes would be nothing without niggas. And I I respect them. They they said it with their chest. I accept that. I accept that. That's- no, they know how to do it. Like McDonald's will pop up every year with a good neo soul progression. Would you would your auntie sit humming about some chicken nuggets? They, they know how to sell shit to us. Would you do the McDonald's would you do a McDonald's jingle? At this point, I feel like I find more joy because white people have no idea what to do when you say no to their money. Mm. And at this point, I get more serotonin in my brain by telling them no mm. than by having money. So I think I'm more addicted to telling white people no than I am that's true. to money. That's a, that's a power so, move. That's a power position. Yeah. Cuz it's like the Yeah, it's a go ahead. It's a great way to be broke, but <laughs> I I sincerely you think I'm integrity. getting to the point. <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever that means, right? Cuz what you see white people short circuit a little bit yeah. when they when you like offer them money or they offer you a 
a, a job or a look or something and they mm. say no and they're like, no niggas ever say no. <laughs> It's and, like you, and they like jump at this a, opportunity. Yeah, that's a, that's a priceless feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I genuinely enjoy that feeling more than than most things at this point. I feel like white people always knew they needed black people. Like I mean, that's you know slavery. Like y'all needed black people, but now it's like yeah. we need y'all. Like <laughs> you know, it's not like oh I can have you. It's like bitch, say help me. I'm drowning. The boat the boat is sinking. Like that's the thing. Like my brother is always like because um, it's like how you said. There's, the race is, is is not real. It's like yeah, whiteness is a brand. That's what it yes. is. Like that's that, that yes. like race is a Who's brand. The supreme. Yeah, like like yeah. whiteness is the OG supreme. <laughs> like yeah, that's that's facts, and that's why it's like when you just do what we're doing right now, which is like in this time where people are acknowledging like the facts about white people. It's like yeah. it's like you you. You showing the truth of our brand. It's like when you peel back the curtain <laughs> at Mc, of McDonald's yeah. and you're like, it's not yeah. food. It's not real. Right. Like <laughs> you show the niggas jumping into the suicide nets to make your iPhone. hundred percent. Yeah, like now it's like that, that. That that that's what it is. That and we're seeing we're seeing like, I mean, I don't know if it. I don't. I I still think it's not the end of of whiteness. Like white, they gonna have their comeback. Like they having a moment right now where it's like, yeah, because. They smart. They smart. That's that's why that's what that's why I give props to white people. Y'all y'all set the way y'all set yeah. the wheel in motion. That was smart. Yeah. That was a good trick. But um, but to, to your to your point, like the thing about whiteness is it's it does what the Constitution doesn't do, which is evolve. Like it lets new people in. Mm-hmm. So like at first, whiteness was just rich white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, and the Irish and the Italians came, and they were like, mm-hmm. "You guys are niggers," and then they slowly <laughs> let them in. And then the Puerto Ricans came and they're yeah. like, no, you, and then they slow. But the thing about like our complexion, yeah. anyone who's in that range, it's like, we'll never get to have it. Mm-mm. Like we're so clearly niggas. Mm-hmm. So we are just, whiteness is like, it's it's the club we'll never be able to get into. But <laughs> the thing is that as soon as like, take like a, a Ben Shapiro type, for example, yeah. it's like, you're a Jewish person. And a lot of the people who hate niggas the most are the people who are just let into the whiteness mm-hmm. club. It was like, if you're Jewish, like, fuck, you just got let in, bro. Yeah. And you're already trying to, like, you just got... But that's who it is. Mm-hmm. It's literally the... Um, I remember when Trump won and and Dave Dave did his monologue. Oh, uh, SNL. Right. And he was talking about how, like, all of his rich black friends were like... um yeah, man, I'm going to leave the country. I'm going to leave the country. He's like, I don't know, nigga. I'm going to sit and get this tax break real quick. And uh, I'm going to see how... Where it's like, yeah, people... The second people get something, they're the most protective of it. Yeah. So that's that's the function of whiteness. Like, as soon as you become a part of it, you're now the soldier on the front line. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll have, like... It's like the Ben Shapiro's or like the Milo's who are people yeah. who like white white supremacy just accepted mm-hmm. that will go and do all the nigger bashing for them <laughs> because they have some victim card they can play. Of yeah. like, oh, I'm Jewish or like, yeah. oh, I'm gay. Yeah. But you're white and you just got led into this mm-hmm. club of whiteness and now you're the employees of whiteness to, to help maintain it. That's, That's just facts. how it works. That's facts, man. Shit. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a trick. All right. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we probably already addressed it, but um, if there was a historical or personal moment of experiencing Caucasian tears for you, yeah. yes, do you have a moment? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to give you two moments I was thinking about. All right. um, so one is the moment 
Remember when Katy Perry tried to rebrand with that Migos song and it didn't work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so did she I have braids in the as, video at some point? Too? Of course she did. Hell yeah. So that's a great call, Kate, because that was just the <laughs> end of the construct of like the white pop star. Yeah. Like white girls had to get they had to get like Billy Irish Eilish yeah, weird to yeah, work. Yeah. But like the the fundamental structure of the white mediocre woman pop star. Mm-hmm. Ended with that Katy Perry failed Migos song. That's one. That's one cultural moment. That I think was the everyone L. forgets it because it was that forgettable. That's true. But that, that was, was a, that was that's a, a breaking point. <laughs> right. Second moment was the the Paul Mooney moment, and there's a story. Oh, so yeah, tripping on Tuesdays, and what white liberals would like show up. They would show up because they wanted to be like, I'm so woke. He won't be able to upset me. Yeah. But Paul Mooney, the goat, like he's the goat. <laughs> So all these white kids would show up like to test themselves Mm -hmm. and he would just be on there for hours just digging into white people. And then there was this one night where there was this one white man left. And after being berated for like hours, he just stands up and he just goes to Paul Mooney and he's like, you know, do you think we're the devil? Do you actually think white people are the devil? That's literally what my DMs look like. (laughs) (laughs) Is that is that really what you think? And Paul Mooney is just like, no. But until the real one shows up, you'll do. <laughs> I, I think I think that's like one of the greatest mo. That's like the greatest comedic moments of all time. I wish I was there. I wish <laughs> I wish I could see. Damn, that's iconic. Paul Mooney, OG. We wouldn't. There would be no yeah. we without him. There would be no. Nah, no none one. Of us. <laughs> no one makes hating white people funnier than that man. Like man, truly. I wish I was there in the times when he first started doing that shit. I've, I've been reading um, Richard Pryor's uh, just this book called Becoming. Uh, I think Yo, Becoming yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard Pryor or whatever, and like just about yeah. you know how he found his voice. And uh, it's interesting. That's where I found out, you know, about the Paul Mooney shit. But it's interesting just seeing like how there was that period like where people weren't doing that or people weren't like talking about white people or just addressing this shit. And so I'm like, I wish I was the first white person who heard (laughs) one of those jokes and just like, how? The, Holy shit! The, the, yeah. they're, they're saying this. Uh, <laughs> short, short circuit. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Because I'm like, here's 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 the biggest. Here's what I would say to everyone who's mad in your DMs or whatever <laughs> is, I'm doing you a favor by making white bashing funny. Like I'm doing mm-hmm. like what Dave does, what mm-hmm. you do, what Paul Moody. Like I don't have to make this funny. I could just talk to you like you're the problem with the known universe well, we can but get i'm off. doing you a favor by packaging this as jokes i could just be saying this to you mm-hmm. so i feel like that anyone who's mad at anything you say or anyone like they need to remember that like i'm doing you a favor by that's making facts. this laughable at that's facts. and that's that's just the the fundamental thing that I feel like they never appreciate. Like you should appreciate that these are jokes. You mm-hmm. should appreciate that these are like videos. Like this could be real life. Like I could, I could be on my Black Israelite fa- or Farrakhan shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> Literally, like, I ain't out on the corner with the Torah. To, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, and you're you're mad at TikToks when I could be I could be screaming at you in Times oh, Square just, just in a keep, dashiki. Keep like, scrolling, keep scrolling. Yeah. All right. Last thing I'll ask you. It could be a quick thought, but uh, uh, here's something that I found really interesting. You're Jamaican. Adele did not delete the photo. 
She did not I delete. I, I, <laughs> I love I, that. Yo, same. I, like, at first, I remember when I first saw the photo, I was like, the fuck is this? Like, me and my girlfriend <laughs> were going back and forth like, oh, like, because yeah. you know how you were saying at the beginning, there's white people that are just not problematic. They just getting their money. They silent, whatever. Yeah. Adele, she, she, she ended that road trip for her. But yeah. then in the end, I was like, Adele, I'm going to give you your props. You ain't delete that photo. A lot of people would have been pussies and would have would have ran away. I respect it. So, yeah. shout out to Adele. Shout out to Adele. <laughs> and also, anyone listening to this, go back, because she hasn't deleted it. Go back to her Instagram. Zoom into that nigga in the background. <laughs> Just like with his <laughs> <laughs> like that's I saw a lot of Jamaicans being like this is normalized in Jamaican and the, yeah. the worst part is that they're right like yeah because it's white people that got wild shit. <laughs> exactly but my thing is that I, I love my people but yeah. I will leave on this note there was a, a study in Jamaica they asked how what percentage of Jamaicans would want to go back to being a British commonwealth mm. and 70% said yes. oh hell no so, okay. <laughs> No, yeah. So like, j- like I saw a lot of Jamaicans being like, "This is so normalized," and it's like, "Why, bro? Like, yeah. why is this normal? Why have we been beaten into?" Jamaica had the hardest sugar plantations, and Shit. that's why we're willing to accept Adele with her titties in a flag. But like, that's nothing to be proud of, bro. Like, yeah. there's nothing to be like excited about that we we're all- that accepting. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta sit and think on that, but. All right, man. I'm, I'm. I know you got to run, so I'm not gonna hold you up no more. I appreciate, nah, I appreciate you being you. on here. Uh, you are. I'm a fan of you. I. I'm. We got to hang in real life. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah, dog. But thank you, really, and thank you for keeping R and B alive. <laughs> Keep it out the white man's hands. <laughs> right, I appreciate you, bro. All right, man. Take care. Peace, dog. Peace. All right, y'all, that was Donovan. Find him on Twitter and Instagram at Donnie Nunn. I was struggled to figure out how to say it, but basically D-O-N-N-Y-N-N-O-N. He's got dope music. He just put out a, a really, really dope song and video called Rude Child, and he has an EP out called Bad Mind. And, um... Follow me as well. I'm on Instagram, Director Daddy. I'm on TikTok, Director Daddy. And I'm on Twitter at Director Daddy with two Ys. So please come back next Monday because we're going to have another episode where we're going to talk about more Caucasian tears with my next guest. It'll be a fun time. Also, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe. Please leave reviews. Share it with your friends, whatever you can. And to those that have already been doing that, Thank you so much. I love every single one of you. I appreciate you. Thanks for strengthening the community.